This is Shanahan on Literacy, the podcast dedicated to the idea that there is nothing nobler than to teach someone to read. I'm Tim Shanahan, uh, and I welcome you. Uh, today, uh, we're going to get into how should we combine reading and writing. This is a blast from the past. This entry uh, first posted on Shanahan on Literacy, my website, on February 23rd, 2017, and was reposted on September 16th, 2023. Currently, our children are suffering the after effects of the COVID tragedy. School leaders are looking for ways to regain learning lost caused by lack of teaching. One of the strategies often considered in times like these is to simplify the curriculum, strip away what may not be essential to allow a greater focus on what needs to be accomplished. In that context, I'd not be surprised to see some schools jettisoning writing in favor of the much-tested reading. The tendency to go that way may even be worsened by the current heavy emphasis on a science of reading. What is important to recognize, this blog entry originally included reference to a great deal of research on the topic, research supporting the value of teaching reading and writing together. Well, now, several years later, I can say that the research evidence has continued to accumulate with more and more evidence supporting the combined teaching of reading and writing. If you want better reading scores, the science of reading says do not neglect writing. Don't dispatch it to someplace else in the curriculum, and certainly don't assign it to some other teacher. When you feel especially pressured to improve reading achievement is the time to embrace more tightly the combination of reading and writing. And with that, let's, let's get to this teacher's question. Uh, it's really a, a reading coach's question. She says, so today I was conducting a workshop. I was told the teachers wanted information about reading-writing connections. Easy, right? Then I was told that they departmentalize K-6. At every grade, they have a reading teacher and a different writing teacher. Any thoughts, comments, best practices, or research that would go against or support this practice? I know what I believe to be correct, but would love to have your opinions in this conversation. <laughs> and here's my response. <laughs> wow, we. For the past several years, I've been complaining about how schools are organizing themselves regarding reading and writing. These days, the, the most common elementary school organization seems to be the 90-minute reading block, with writing taught some other time of the day, if at all. And in middle schools and high schools, many schools have readers and writers workshops managed by different teachers. I think both of those schemes are dopey and counterproductive. But you found a structure that I think is even worse. These folks sound like the type of people that would separate Romeo and Juliet, yin and yang, Lennon and McCartney, love and marriage, Bert and Ernie, spaghetti and meatball. <laughs> you get the idea. Reading and writing are related in many ways. And though teachers can take advantage of these relationships in, in ways that can improve achievement, doing that would be very difficult and inefficient when taught separately, as in your case. The combination of reading and writing doesn't just change instruction. It may affect the curriculum itself. For instance, 
The Common Core state standards require teachers to teach kids how to combine reading and writing instruction for various purposes. Your state standards may do the same. Uh, if so, that would be one of my big questions. How are you teaching kids to write about reading? Uh, perhaps those goals can be accomplished within this odd organizational plan, but that would require a great deal of cross-classroom planning, uh, the kind of planning that tends to impinge on teachers' personal time and that rarely happens, no matter what the, the theory might be. Admittedly, I'm aware of no studies that directly measure the impact of such organization and the organizational studies that I do know uh, suggest that organizational plans usually don't matter much in terms of learning. I guess I could praise this district for at least teaching writing. There are still too many places that haven't figured out the need for that yet. However, a major purpose for teaching writing is its strong impact on reading achievement. Recently, some administrators who'd been discouraging writing in their districts contacted me. Their concern was that writing took up so much time and their state was heavily stressing reading achievement. Time devoted to writing would obviously interfere with reaching their reading goals, they thought. They wanted to know why I was telling their teachers that writing was a must. I explained to them that there were several reasons behind my urgings. First, research shows that reading and writing are closely aligned. That is, reading and writing depend upon many of the same skills, strategies, and knowledge, though those are admittedly deployed in different ways in reading and writing. And in fact, about 70% of the variation in reading and writing abilities are shared. For example, to read, one must decode words. That means being able to look at a word, recognize its elements, letters and letter combinations, retrieve associated pronunciations for those letters, and then blend those letters into a word pronunciation. For that to work, of course, you have to do all of that very quickly and eventually with little conscious attention. In contrast, in order to write, one must spell words. That means being able to listen to the pronunciation of a word, to recognize its elements, phonemes, that is, language sounds, to retrieve letters uh, that match those sounds, and to recognize whether they are combining properly to make a well-formed word. And again, fluency is essential. Decoding is arguably easier than spelling, but learning to both pronounce and spell words simultaneously helps to increase decoding fluency. It provides a kind of overlearning that enhances one's ability. The same argument can be made concerning phonological awareness and the use of vocabulary, grammar, text structure, tone, and other text elements. And the same kinds of connections exist between the routines one uses to pull up background knowledge or to set purposes and so on. Given the extensive overlaps between reading and writing, it should be evident that combined instruction would be a lot more efficient. When a school is trying to accomplish higher achievement, that kind of efficiency and teaching power is indispensable. Another reason. Second, reading and writing are both communicative processes, and their cross-modal benefits are derived from students engaging in each. Uh, readers who are writers can end up with insights about what authors are up to and how they exert their effects, something of great value in text interpretation. 
Likewise, writers, being readers, can gain insights into the needs of other readers. Imagine how that can help one to write better. This kind of insight sharing is unlikely without some teacher guidance, and making those kinds of connections across reading and writing experiences depends on sharing those experiences with the students. <laughs> It'd be hard for a teacher to know what came up in the various shared reading experiences that took place in the other class. And a third reason, reading and writing can be used in combination to accomplish goals. Uh, the Common Core emphasizes two goals for such combining. Use writing to improve learning from text and using reading uh, to, of multiple texts to improve the writing of syntheses or reports. Steve Graham and Michael A. Baer carried out a meta-analysis of more than 100 studies in which students wrote about text. They found that writing in various ways about what one had read improved comprehension and learning, and it did so better than reading alone or reading and rereading and so on. Students should not just be writing about text. They should be learning how to write about text effectively, how to write to text models, how to write summaries of text, how to write extended critiques and analyses of what they read, and how to write syntheses of multiple texts. So my reading of the research says, teach kids to write and use this instruction to improve reading achievement. Do it separately and you're leaving achievement points on the table. No question this could be accomplished by two different teachers, but what a complicated mess that makes of it. Simplify. Okay, pass the buttered popcorn. I'm going to watch a little Laurel and Hardy. Some things just seem to go together. I'd like to thank Greg Johnson for his engineering work on this podcast. And I'd like to thank you uh, for your interest in literacy. Keep peddling and I'll catch you up the road a piece. Thank you. <laughs>